Hebrews. Chapter 2. Okay, what's the purpose of the book of Hebrews? Nope, but that's close. <laughs> yeah, we use the term coffee here in the States. Northwest Tennessee, they talk about other stuff being brewed. <clears throat> they're always worried about the revenueers and the fed, feds and the sheriff's department. But that's not what this chapter, this book is talking about. What this book is talking about is the fact that Jesus is so much better. Better than what? Better than everything. He's better than the angels. And that's what we spent the last uh, two um, chapters discussing. That uh, God never said to any of the angels that he was going to let them, uh, that they were supposed to sit down and, and, and on his right hand until he made his, their enemies his footstool. No, their ministering spirit sent forth to minister to all who are heirs of salvation. And then he mentions that uh, he hath not put the world in subjection to angels. But he has put Jesus as responsible for all things. And he hath put un, in subjection all things under him. Verse, the last part of verse 8, uh, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him. Not everything in the world is submitted to Christ, is it? <laughs> Obviously not. There wouldn't be so much meanness going on. wouldn't be so many people acting like there is no God if they all recognized that Jesus Christ is God. If they recognized who God is. If they had a healthy fear of God. But in verse 9, he goes on and says, But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. What? Jesus was made a little lower than the angels? He's greater than all the angels. He's better than all the angels. But angels don't die. They are eternal beings. They cannot die. Even those who rebelled against God and followed Satan... In his rebellion. They can't die. That's why hell is eternal. Because it was prepared for the devil and his angels. They're always going to be there. Always going to be suffering. Unable to die. Those of us who have worked in nursing homes and hospitals and that sort of thing. We've watched people grow weaker and weaker and sicker and sicker. Sometimes in our own homes. Until we come to the place where we think, oh, oh, what a blessing it's going to be when they slip out of this body and slip home to heaven. But angels can't die. And Jesus, who is greater than the angels, 
was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. He tasted death for us. For it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things and bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Boy, we don't often think of that, do we? People are made perfect through sufferings. What? Oh, yeah. I was way, way worse a knucklehead before I had cancer than I am now. Okay? I was, a, I was a lot more conceited. I was a lot more egotistical. I was the same smart meth I am now, except back then I was cruel about it. Okay? I could say things to people and smile and cut them to the quick. And God, through my suffering, changed that. Jesus Christ the captain of my salvation, was made perfect through suffering. For both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all one. For this cause, for which cause, he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Isn't that sweet? Jesus is not ashamed to call me his brother. Not ashamed to call you his sister. Not ashamed to call you his brother. Not ashamed to call you his brother. Jesus, the Son of God. God himself, who with his own word made all things. The very intricate, tiny little things and the great humongous things that that we can't even begin to consider. Stars so great that you can put thousands of our of our uh, solar system inside the, the stars. You say, which stars? Well, how about Betelgeuse? Or if you want the Latin pronunciation, Betelgeuse. He is the star in the shoulder, the bright star in the shoulder of Orion the Hunter constellation. Okay? Orion the Hunter has got three stars in a row for his belt and then his sword and his his bow, you don't see the bow very clearly. At least I never have. But his shoulder's got a big bright star, and it's called Betelgeuse. And it is humongous. And then there's Canis Major, the big dog star. that is so big that you can put literally billions of our sun inside of it. The God who did that was made a little lower than the angels, that he might suffer death and taste death for us. Wow. He that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all one, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare thy name among my, unto my brethren. In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children which God hath given me. For as much as then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil. 
and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. People who are afraid to die don't ever really get to live. Seriously. People who are afraid to die don't ever know what it's like to really live. Oh, man. They miss out on so much. I get up in the morning, and instead of worrying about getting in the car and backing out of the driveway and somebody slamming into me and killing me, I get up in the morning thinking, oh, God, what are you going to do today? Can, Can I get in on it? God, what's, what's happening today? Where are you working? I love to watch you work. And it's just so much fun to, to look forward to life instead of fearing every day that something's going to happen. Can you imagine living in an apartment with seven dead bolts and chain bolts and chains on the door? You go in at night and lock yourself in. If the building catches on fire, you're going to die in there because there's no way you can get all the doors unlocked in time to get out. And yet a lot of people live that way. People are afraid to get out and walk down the street at night because they're afraid somebody will shoot them. Whoa. You say, Brother Casey, are you afraid to walk down the street at night? Yeah, I stick out in the road too much. <laughs> but I'm not afraid somebody's going to shoot me. No. We can enjoy life because Christ tasted death for us. And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For verily he took not on him the nature of angels. Verse 16. He did not become an angel. First of all, if Jesus had died for angels, he would have died for each, he would have had to die for each one individually. Why? Because they are not a race like humans. We started with a, an original pair. And came down, and then we went to another pair with their three sons and their three wives. Okay, so eight people, and then it spread from there. If you want to look at the human family tree, it's upside down. (laughs) Because it starts up here with just two. And comes down, and then comes down. We're all related. Okay? We may not like to admit we're related. Okay? And we might not like to think that we're all a part of the same race. But we are. But every angel is an individual creation. Okay? Angels don't bear angels. No, each one is created individually. So, Christ would have had to die for each of the angels, and that's not part of God's plan. No. But He did die for us. In Adam's sin, we sinned all. That's the opening line of McGuffey's Reader. Year one. Book one. In Adam's, in Adam's sin, we sinned all. For the letter A. Okay? And as by one man sin entered the world. This is how Paul said it. McGuffey didn't know how to say it like this. <laughs> Paul said, by one man's sin, death entered into the world, and sin entered into the world, and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men, for that all have 
sinned. And then he goes on and says, So also by the obedience of one shall all be made alive. So because Jesus Christ was able to die in our place, we all have the opportunity to get saved. He died not for our sins only, but also for the sins of the whole world. So he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Wherefore, in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself hath suffered being tempted, he is able to succor them that are tempted. He's able to nourish those that are tempted. He's able to get you through it. Okay? He didn't remove the temptation. He was tempted in all points like as you are, and yet without sin. And there's no temptation taking you, but such is common to man. But God is faithful, who will, with the temptation, also make a way of escape. And because Jesus was tempted, he'll show you the way of escape. He'll lead you through it. He knows what it's like to be tempted. Notice when we get to verse 17. He's greater than the angels. But he's a merciful and faithful high priest. Who was the high priest that all of the Jews knew about? Aaron. The sons of Levi. Eliezer was the, was the son of Aaron that followed Aaron. Okay. They all knew about the Aaronic priesthood, the tribe of Levi, and their relationship to God. The fact that God didn't give them any land to farm in Israel. He gave them 12 cities. And he said, you live in the cities and the the gifts to the church will provide for you and your families. That's the way God set it up. And the people came three times a year to bring their tithes. To the church. And we do it every week. Because. Well. The government knows that if you save up your taxes. And just pay them three times a year. You're not going to pay them. (laughs) They're not going to be there. You're going to spend it. So they take it out when you get paid don't they. Yeah. They get it first. God doesn't do that. But Paul says. On the first day of the week. When you come together. Bring your tithes. And so we do it first day of the week, every week. God blesses the people who give. Okay? Blesses the church through the gifts. I was talking to somebody, I don't know, a couple of three weeks ago. I don't even remember who I was talking to now. But we were talking about the fact that uh, there are some people who attend church and don't tithe. Okay? And... I can say it to you all because you all tithe. <laughs> but uh, but the, the conversation was that uh, they are like, I don't remember the word that was used, uh, kind of like hobos. Okay, They come and, and get nourishment from the church through the messages and all that, but they don't contribute anything to the church. So they just come to the table and eat and get up and leave. 
Which reminds me, did you all hear about the panda bear that went into the restaurant in Washington, D.C., ordered a sandwich and a Coke, ate the sandwich, drank the Coke. When the waitress brought his ticket, his bill, he stood up and shot her, killed her, and walked out. And the manager of the store came running after him and said, what are you doing? You just killed my waitress and you didn't pay for your sandwich. And he said, I'm a panda. Look it up. What's that mean? The guy went to the encyclopedia and he looked up panda and it says a marsupial, large marsupial from the Orient with distinctive black and white markings, eats, shoots, and leaves. What can I tell you? He he eats, shoots, and leaves. So apparently that's what the panda did. Uh, (laughs) Where was I going with that? God taking care of the priest in the Old Testament. Okay? But he is starting... The writer of Hebrews is starting the next comparison. He's greater than the angels, and he's fixing to show that he's greater than Aaron and all the priests of Israel. He might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. What was the purpose of the priest in the Old Testament? The judges and the prophets brought the word of God to the people. What did the priest do? The priest took the offerings of the people to God. The sin offerings, the praise offerings, the wave offerings, the the offerings for first fruits, they took that to God and made reconciliation for the people. The high priest, once a year, went in behind the veil with the blood of of a goat or a lamb, and he took that blood and sprinkled it on the mercy seat. And confess the sins of the people for the year. And God's wrath on the people was set aside for another year. That's not the sin debt payment. That's just the interest payment. And then Jesus came as the Lamb of God, shed his own blood, and took it home to heaven. And sprinkled it on the mercy seat in heaven. And there he paid the principle paid it all and now he is able to sustain us even in the midst of our temptation our testings our trouble everything because he's a great high priest a lot better than Aaron way better than Eli you remember Eli had a chair made so he could sit down in the temple in the tabernacle there's never supposed to be a chair in the tabernacle for the priests to sit down. They were always supposed to be on their feet working and, and helping to, to make the sin offerings for the people. And Eli sat down, and his sons went crazy. Not mentally crazy, sinfully rampant. And God ended up judging them, killed them both the same day. When Eli heard about it, although he had been warned by a man of God and warned by Samuel as a young boy, 
When he heard it, he fell off the bench backwards and broke his neck, killed him. And his daughter named his daughter-in-law named her son that was born that same day Ichabod. The glory of the Lord has departed from Israel. Oh. If any baby's born anytime soon, get named Ichabod, I'll understand why. So maybe the glory of the Lord has departed from America. All we can do is keep praying. Be faithful. Serve God. Because there's always a remnant. There was always a remnant in Israel that God looked out for. Let's pray together. Father, dismiss us with your love. Bring us back safely on Sunday. And the Lord, just guide and direct. Bless now in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen.